Blue is the color, football is the game, we're all together and winning is our aim, so cheer us on through the sun and rain, cause Chelsea, Chelsea is our name. Welcome back to the Shed and 868 podcast, broadcasting from all the way in Trinidad and Tobago, I'm your host Jesus, this is the number one podcast for all things Chelsea FC. So, let's get straight into today's episode. First things first, ladies. You know, we have to put the ladies first because we are all gentlemen here. And we have to give a lot of praise to the female coach, Miss Emma Haynes, who has been in charge of Chelsea women for 200 games. Right, and she crowned this 200 game with a 6 1 winning, 6 1 win over Bristol City the weekend gone. Right, she has over 100 wins with the with the um with the Chelsea women, and they um they actually sit currently they sit third in the women's football league, um with uh with 29 points. They are unbeaten. They have only dropped points against Liverpool and Brighton Hove. They drew, they drew those two games one apiece, right? Um, so if you have time this this weekend, you can watch them play Arsenal. That's on the nineteenth. Uh, we have Newcastle on the eighteenth, and we're also playing Arsenal men on the twenty-first. So it's a great um, next few days of football. Pack is intense, right? Um, the women unbelievable uh, performances here by the whole the whole team. But especially England, Kuhn and um Su Young. They um, they they actually playing with an intensity and it all comes down to the management of the team. Now the the thing about it is that when Sari was leaving, there was talks. There were talks, you know, little whispers here and there about Miss Emma Haynes taking over on the Chelsea main uh, male team. So my question for you all, maybe you can leave it in the comments, message me, whatever, um, is when will or do you think there ever will be a female manager in charge in the Premier League or even in one of Europe's um, teams in the Big Five? You know, in England, Spain, France, Germany, Italy. Do you think that will happen? Man? If so, when do you see that will be taking place? Right? So let me know in the comments what you think about that. Right. Uh, also today, the money league, which started, you know, the normal thing. Who had the most money last season, whatnot? The money league was released today, Tuesday, um, and we are ninth on the table with four hundred and fifty-nine point three million pounds, and that's with that's last season. That's without Champions League football, right? Uh, Ten years ago, we were sixth with two hundred and six point four million. So you can see, I mean, it's more money, but we dropped down because, you know, the revenues of of every team was greatly increased, you know, transfers, everywhere transfer, big money transfers taking place throughout those 10 years. So, I mean, yeah, the, the revenue, the money grew, but the position dropped because of this inflated um, transfer market, which is ridiculous. And we'll get to that um, later on in the, um, in the program, right? So let's get to the review section, which was Chelsea 3, Burnley 0. Uh, it was a good game. It was a good game. A little tense in the second half with Burnley beginning to lock up shop. But we still got through with goals from Jorginho. 
the um the penalty where um honestly my thoughts honestly on that penalty it was soft um i don't i'm not saying that william dive but it was it was a soft penalty to give there was contact but it wasn't malicious it wasn't intentional right um also tammy and cho got on the score score on the um scorecards um cho scoring which i mean is great for his confidence he will do a lot he will do a lot with that confidence booster so hopefully he um he builds on this and adds more goals to his um to his tally right um also this game was the first game in in what 2009 that's what 11 years in the Premier League that we haven't made a substitution and where where I read recently where Lampard stated that he didn't take off anyone because the guys were having fun he just wanted to let them play it out and see what happens how will that um, have an impact on or an effect on the guys with tired legs we will see it next coming few days with the tight schedule with Newcastle and Arsenal as I as we have coming up so we will see how that was the impact that has on the guys and them right uh, just for a fun fact you know like 40,396 people with attendance in Sanford Bridge for that game so I mean you know that's that's a great number a lot of people watching and the millions and millions of viewers worldwide <laughs> right all uh, right so the battles of hand the preview of the Newcastle game we play them on the 18th that's Saturday the 18th Newcastle and Newcastle are 13th in the league we are fourth we are fourth right um now we all know Newcastle is a very rigid team last time out Alonso bailed us out with a throw assist with that wonderful goal so I mean it's always hard playing Newcastle it's always it's always a tough game they as I said in a previous episode, they always tend to, to want to, um, to shut us out. I don't know what they have against us. I don't know why they, they believe that this is the time that they always have to show that they are, they are um, unscorable. They can't score on them. You know, but they are always, it's always an interesting team. Um, it's a jumbie team, as we say yeah, in general. You know, they tend to be a, a, a jumbie team. But... Hopefully we rise to the occasion and get past them. I look I honestly look at it as a 4-0. That's me. That's my prediction for this game. This game is a 4-0. Um, I can't tell you who got many scorecards. I know Cho scoring one and William going, going to assist. So that's my that's my me. Jesus. That's my prediction for the game. Let me know your prediction for the Newcastle um for the Newcastle game. Right? Also an interesting little stat that came across in this when I was doing a little digging up for the games, you know, I had to give a little chucking out stats for, you know. It we have beaten Newcastle twenty-five times, right? And only have one team, one team we have beaten more than that twenty-five. And I'll give all you just a little split second to think who you think that team is. Just a one second. I will tell me if I get it right. And that team, we have beaten them. 29 times only other team you beat more than Newcastle and that team is Tottenham Hotspurs you understand so is is I mean come on it could only be a team from London we could be dishing out that kind of cut ass on <laughs> you know that kind of licks on right and well after Newcastle on the 18th on the 21st Tuesday as a Tuesday 
of January, we have Arsenal. We have the team who come in for revenge, right? So now they will be playing Sheffield United on Saturday. And that's our rigid team. That's our, that's, they have one of the best defense in the league. So if the, it doesn't matter what happened in that game, and it's and come talking from my from our perspective, but if they fail to score against them, they will be coming hard against us. So and after we beat them, we beat them the last time out in um, at home. So they will be looking to come to the bridge to chance if they can take points from us this time. You understand? They will they will think that they can come and beat us at home because they believe that the little shaky record we have at home this season so far, they can come and compound that kind of cut ass on us. To show and to show you how desperate that they are to, to try and beat us. They have even lodged a complaint. Sorry, not a complaint, an appeal to have Abamayan's red card um reduced from the three games to maybe a one game. That's to show you how much they they understand that their their whole attack revolves primarily around two people. You understand that's Lacazette and Abamayan. So without him now, Pepe might have to step up. Most likely Uzel will start again. So we have to be I'm not talking about we as in the Chelsea supporters, the players, management. We have to be on guard. We have to be and and we have to be looking out at we have to look at this game, but this is a crucial game for both teams. Right? This is a crucial game for both teams before that little um before you get a little break there. You know, so we definitely would be going out there with a support in it. We know the Arsenal fans like to come in their Pekong or whether the players on the field they have to hold their heads up and we have to reclaim Stanford Bridge as the fortress it once was. We have to reclaim that when you come here and get in to leave with anything. Is either we share the points or you leave with nothing. You understand? So and that brings me straight down to the last point I want to get into here, get into today here, and that is something that's frustrating me right now. Right? I don't know if you're frustrated, but it's frustrating me right now because we're in the middle of January. We have been linked with a lot of players, but what have who have we brought in? We've been linked with um, Dunk from Brighton. Um, come on, he's 28. Who's going to spend 50 million? for um for uh, for english defender he's 28 that 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 time passed maybe if they offer 25 or 30 million maybe but not 50 million i mean yes the the club know um he's coming from whose club the club that dunk is coming from they know we are desperate for reinforcements in our defense but we shouldn't be so desperate that we're willing to spend anything because um i don't want that to be a repeat of the Bakayoko fiasco, right? I I don't think that we should be hasty, but we should be making some kind of moves. I mean, because we went from being linked with Sancho to being linked with um, Gabi Gol to being linked with Dunk now. I mean, hopefully by the time we are doing the, the other episode, all this is sorted out. But as of right now, right this moment as i'm speaking to you here i don't um i don't like the fact that we are not linked with world-class players even if they sign a pre-contract like the situation that they did with um with pulisic 
even if we do something like that, okay, we don't get you now, we get you down the road. Fine, cool, fair enough, that's no problem at all. But, I mean, come on. Come on. What is the board doing? We are frustrated. We are seeing clubs all around us doing making moves. And, yes, a little patience is great. But, I mean, come on. Let's do something. Signs, even if, um, even if we have to go through signing a younger player or, or, or whatnot, do something. Don't just be inactive and just see what goes on because the left-back position really needs reinforcement. We can't expect Azpilicueta to be filling the gaps when Alonso or Emerson um, fail to produce. It, it, all that kind of go on his shoulders alone. Yes, he's the captain, but that position, how we are playing right now, we need the younger legs. We need it to be running constantly. So, again, hopefully, by the time this episode airs, they, by the time the other episode airs, sorry, we will have all of this uh, sorted out. Right? Um, oh, I didn't give my prediction for the Arsenal game. Sorry about that. My prediction for that game is at 3-1. We are winning 3-1. Right? Uh, I don't know who's going to score. Honestly, I don't know who's going to score. But... We would um we would see, right? And hopefully by the uh, again by the other episode we have a we have a new player, William, hopefully William um agrees to the terms of the new contract that we that they um they could possibly renegotiate. And yeah, hopefully we get everything that should be done the right way. So until we see each other again, remember London is blue. Keep the blue flag flying high. Have a safe one.